Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. How's that for a good start to your Monday morning? That is the band No Small Children, and they are standing by to join us. And they are making waves with the remake of the classic Ghostbusters theme song in the new Ghostbusters movie that is out. And I am so stoked they are on the show this morning. Good morning, ladies. Hi. Hi. So do you want to just introduce yourselves one by one? <laughs> sure. I'm Lisa. I, I play, I'm a sing and play guitar. Awesome. I'm Joni. I play bass and sing. And I'm Nicola. I'm the drummer, and I don't sing at all. <laughs> <laughs> but she's the one that says, hey, on, like, one of the songs on the, there's, like, one little teeny okay, hey. Okay, so you get something in there. Goes away. Oh, it's a woo. Woo, it's like, woo. All right. That's Nicola, so. <laughs> that's her one, that's, like, your debut. That's their all right. vocal cameo. Your, your debut singing, Woo. <laughs> <laughs> so I know two of you are sisters, but how did how did all of you get together as a band? How did you decide you're going to start a band? Well, it's uh, Nicola. This is Lisa talking. Okay. So Nicola, the drummer, and Lisa, the guitar player. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> but Lisa okay. and Nicola, we um, we were teaching together at um, at school in elementary school, and one day we were just we were at recess duty, and we're just like, yeah, we need something like that makes us feel like rawr, and yeah. we need like some cathartic music to write, and nice. you know, and and we need, you know, I'm sick of eating salad for lunch. Let's write a song about it, you know. <laughs> and so the next thing you know, we start writing songs. We decide to start the band. And because we're teachers, mm-hmm. we're like, we'll call it No Small Children because we're such, you know, we're so angry. But we're not really that angry. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and we went on and we started playing some gigs and whatnot. And then Joni uh, was like, yeah, I think I'm moving to L.A. because she uh, was living in Boston. Mm-hmm. So I said, Joni, you should learn how to play bass so you can be in our band. And then, um, and she did. She plays the cello, so it was a little different, but yes. she, a lot different. Yeah, it's a lot, actually a lot different. She practiced a lot, oh my and, uh, gosh. and then we all practiced together. And the next thing you know, we're playing shows and making making records and going on tour. And here we are talking to, to you at KUCI. Wow! 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 And these lead that's a story. That's a great story. And let me ask you because I lived in Boston. Were you, were you musical in Boston, or you just had thought about being in a band one day, or just? Didn't didn't even yeah, cross your well, mind. Well, actually, this is Joni. Yes. Um, Lisa and I are sisters, and she had been out here in LA for uh, for m- several many years before I moved out. She convinced me to learn to play the bass. Okay, uh, but I uh, I was a singer back in Boston. That voice is my primary thing, and I was uh, performed with a band called Super Honey for many many years. Okay, uh, Lisa performed when she was in Boston uh, with a band called um, Big Wig, and also Heidi. Uh, a punk rock band that eventually brought her out to Los Angeles. She was assigned to Warner Brothers. She was the drummer wow. of that band. Wow. Uh, so Lisa and I were uh, our lifelong musicians and had been very much active on the music scene. And over time, uh, in Boston, I should say, and over time when we moved here, our, our roles kind of uh, evolved. You know, we started sure. off doing one thing, and now we do a lot of different things musically. Right. Right. And it's like hardcore, like the hardcore sort of punkish thing mixed with Joni's funk and soul. I love it. <laughs> I love it. She was she was like she was actually the Boston Music Award, she was like the best female singer in Boston. She won the award for a few years. Wow. Congratulations. That's amazing. Well, we won three awards. Three awards, yeah. I've been the to those awards. That's great. Yeah, but it was but but uh, if you were to have told me uh, five years ago that I'd be playing bass in a punk rock band, <laughs> I would have been like, or, or rock, you know, yeah. rock and roll band. I'd be like, you're crazy. Right, <laughs> right. And so did you not tell people right away at school what you were doing or, you know, you didn't tell the kids right away or how did it evolve? 
So, Nicola talking. Okay. We, uh, Lisa and I just started playing, and we were in the studio and writing, and we were on tour within three months, and we weren't really talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we came back and, and Joni joined us, we were just, it was feeding our passion. And little by little, we realized that as we were teaching, we were talking about taking risks and what it felt like to break down something that was challenging and where our learning was and how do we go about uh, uh, pushing ourselves and understanding what's hard and reworking and reworking. Where is the practice? Where is the learning? And we realized more and more we were talking from just really in-the-moment personal experiences and just all of a sudden um, we we were just really starting to talk about our life experiences uh, in, in a way that the kids were were really invested in. Um, and That's great. Uh, parents started showing up to our show, and um, all of a sudden kids started showing up in our band <laughs> t-shirts. And, and then, they, you know, by, by, by this past year, they chose our song to be their graduation song. Oh, and they're amazing. just really rooting for us. And uh, even, our, you know, even our principal comes to our shows and, and colleagues. They're so great. Oh, I so love now it. it's like a known. It's a big party now. Yeah. That is great. And <laughs> what a great role model for these kids, you know? Oh, thank Thanks. you. Thanks. I think it's well, great. You know, the girls, they, they were talking about their long careers in music, and it's really, they really have been invested their whole lives. I actually had a very long hiatus from music. Um, when I was playing as a, as a kid and then, you know, into 20, mm-hmm. I just never, ever, ever saw any other female drummer, and I just didn't have the wherewithal to keep going, and at the same time, I fell in love with teaching. I just loved it. But then, as, you know, many, many years later, I just saw this band playing one day, and I realized that the joy that they were experiencing on stage was something that I'd walked away from. Yes. So I was just had just totally driven to play again. And, you know, a little older, mm-hmm. there's so many, there are many more female musicians, and, right. it, and uh, you know, at this age, I know who I am, and... and Joining with the right musicians, there you go. No, it's great. And, you know, the theme of this, uh, the show is Get the Funk Out. And, d- I mean, <laughs> it, this must be amazing, just so cathartic to get out there and just rock out after, you know, working as a teacher day in, day out. It really is. It really is. Did you say Get the Funk Out? That's yes, a, I did. Yeah, get the Funk Out. Get the Funk Out. song. could sing that song. Uh, all right. That'll be your next uh, s- song you got to write. Yeah, right on. <laughs> Yeah, it's, re- it's actually super cathartic. It's so, you know, everyone's like, oh, how do you do it? You know, how do you, because we are really, really busy as a band and yeah. obviously as a teacher. Yes. But it's it's kind of energetic. It's sort of, fe- they feed each other. Right. So it's not, it's not like, you know, you have less energy and, you, you know, it's more like you get more psyched up to play and you get more into it and you get more obsessed about new music and you get, you know. Right. Um, you know, honestly, teaching isn't a day job for us and that this is, you know, the real thing. We have parallel careers, and one of them, each they feed each other, like Lisa said. And, mm-hmm. and uh, this, it's actually pretty awesome when a kid thinks you're cool. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> they listen more about, they like, should. my advice. They do. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they're super, super honest, Some, whether, you, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Straight out of the mouth of babes, as they say. So when... When a kid says, yeah, I listened to one of your songs on the way to school today, yeah, and I really loved it, and you're like, oh, yes, put that check in the win column. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and it feels, it feels incredible to play really loud, fast, high-energy music. It's, it's like, yeah. 
It's a great substitute for therapy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> what, tell me what you all teach exactly, and what what ages. All right, so Nicola here. I teach fourth grade, all subjects. Okay. And I teach music. Uh, this is Lisa. I oh, teach nice. music, and um, and I um, I actually run the instrumental program at our school, and I teach fifth and sixth graders mostly. And I am also a music teacher. This is Joni. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach instrumental music, uh, primarily strings, um, but I'm also a voice teacher as well. So you're inspiring kids not only to the instruments, but singing at a young age. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's like Nicola was saying, it really helps us to stay grounded and connected to the kids' experience when we are taking risks yes. and putting ourselves out there. Yeah. We're asking them to do the same thing. Right. And, and it's about taking risks, but also like, like, I feel like I was never a singer until this band. Really? And, yeah, I was always sort of in the back, you know, playing the drums mostly. Uh-huh. And this is, um, as soon as I started singing and writing music, it, it something happened. Like, I feel like I found a voice yes. that I, I never really had before. Right. And so, you know, it, it's, like to, it's not just about, like, um, being vulnerable. It's about also saying, listen, this is what happened to me, mm-hmm. you know, and it's so awesome if you can find your voice, right? And just and help them try to find it. And then with singing, like just trying to be like, really, if you just let yourself go, it's the best, you know. Yes. But speaking from experience, um, it, it just makes it more authentic as yeah. a teacher. And also, I think for me as a musician, if I could just, you know, I try real hard to to be the type of teacher like that I wish I had when mm-hmm. I was a kid. There's so many things that we get to do now. Right. Um in the teaching community where we work, we have so much support. It's incredible. And I only wish that I had some uh, the opportunity to do some of the things um with my teachers that our kids have with us and it's really mainly because of the teaching community that we're in. Man, well, that sounds so touchy feely. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. No, it's great. I mean, <laughs> that's all over the top. <laughs> <laughs> we have a rule: Joni just broke it. Oh yeah, she crossed the line. Right. <laughs> but you know what's interesting too is um, you know, I think back to how insecure girls are, especially at a young age, and you're kind of tapping into that to say, you know, we're, we're not even you're, you're not even going to go there. You're just coming out at a young age and being creative and finding your voice. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and the age that we're that we're teaching, they they have so much to say, and they're so courageous. But it's really, really important to have girls by ten years old feeling their full might, and um, and they're seeing us out there, and it, we really feel that there are so many girls right now playing instruments and and uh, having a voice. Too, um, so it's, yes. it's just as important as playing a team sport right. um, to, to really be able to de- dive deep into their individual passions right, right now right. and find, find it. It's interesting because Joni, Joni and I just finished doing the summer performing arts uh, camp, mm-hmm. and and I would say there were probably, you know, it, it's it's for the kids. Like there, there were eighteen bands in this thing. Wow! And they were, they were all mixed. There were girls and there were boys playing every instrument, writing music, playing whatever and they don't the younger kids the the girls that we're teaching right now it's almost like they're starting to not notice the boys too they're not no one really notices who's a boy who's a girl in the band that's good and they just mix and i'm wondering like if you know this because definitely the three of us have felt in so many situations like you know when you get to a club people don't really take you seriously or right or whatever but 
I feel like with the younger kids, maybe it, they're not going to feel like that, you know, and things are changing, and maybe we're the last group of people that are actually going to feel that in the rock and roll shows, and, you know, hopefully. But, well, look but at all the questions you probably get, like, what's it like to be in an all-girl band? I mean, it's like, <laughs> stop already. We don't already. get that as much as we used to. Oh, yet, good. You know, people used to ask us that all the time. I don't even think we've had that question in, in like, at least two years. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. And Lisa said, you know, when we walk in, people may not take us as seriously, but they always do afterwards. I bet. <laughs> yep. yeah. I bet. And it is, whether we like it or not, being all female is still a little bit of a novelty to be in a band, especially when you see our show. It's very unique, but we, what we'd love to feel like is that um, being all women is maybe, in, at the end, the least interesting thing about us. Yes, Exactly. So tell me the Ghostbusters theme song. How did that whole idea come about? Well, every year we play a Halloween gig. And this past year we decided to go as Ghostbusters. We love the actresses <laughs> in this movie. We knew it was coming out. And we thought, Let, let's do it. It's going to be so much fun. Plus, for $8, we could get a painting jumpsuit and uh, print out the logo. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't have to wear skimpy outfit yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it was so comfortable um and though we're not a cover band we thought let's play let's learn the theme because that'll yeah. be super fun in the club yes. and we played a show and sure enough the whole club was singing along it was just a total blast wow. and after the show people said you know that was so fun you guys should record that so we did we went into the studio about a week later and within a few weeks had a song um, i just want to say lisa does all of our producing uh she produced uh, uh, this song and we were you know we were happy enough with the outcome and we we just happened to know the composer on the film um ted chaparro whose cha- children we teach yes. and we passed it along like we do with a thousand other things we said look here's this if yes. you hate it no big deal please be honest but right. if you like it maybe you know you'll know what to do with it and he came back right away and he said you know i really like this i'm just going to pass it on up to the music supervisor, which was, you know, we were so grateful for. But then we didn't hear anything. And then six months later, uh, we got a call. They were in their final days of post-production that they had already chosen the music, but they decided they want to find a place for it. And within, like, a couple hours, we we had to find a lawyer, and we had contracts signed, and there we go. Within an hour, we had a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the teachers in us, learning how to be efficient. Right. Oh, my gosh. You must have been to, like, pinch me. Well, the funny thing is, like, we, we got the call, and I was at school, and they were like, I don't know where they were. Like, yeah, they were like <laughs> two hours. They were for like two hours. They were both because usually we're all accessible at all times. Like we're yes. always texting each other all day, except when we're teaching. Except yeah. for well, yeah, 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 except for we're teaching. But but like I'm not hearing anything back. I'm like, you guys, call me back. <laughs> I was in lessons with I was uh, in private voice lessons with students and Lisa and I usually have like a code. If my phone rings or the text goes more than like three or four times yes. in rapid succession that I know I got to look at it. So I actually excused myself for a second. Oh, my, oh my God, oh, my God, call me right now, call me right now. <laughs> so, so I did. So and, and, and it was like an hour, though. It, it, it felt like five hours to me. Yeah. And, I bet. And as a side note, just about the Ghostbusters thing, there was actually, we learned after the fact, there were literally thousands of <gasps> submissions of songs. Oh so gosh. we were as 
especially humbled to know that sure, our song it. made it into the uh, to the film. And the director, uh, Paul Feig, and the music supervisor, Eric Weiss, have been so incredibly kind to us. They've stayed in constant contact. They, we feel like they've been championing us. Oh, so awesome. we, we couldn't be more grateful. That is awesome. I know, because people have to stick around until the end of the film <laughs> to hear That's it. That's right. The very end. The very end. Own. Moment. I keep yeah, waiting. I'm like, until it goes black. I know. I'm like, I'm not leaving. I have to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it last week. So, and tell me, you've how many uh, CDs do you have out? Tell me what's going on musically. Uh, all right. So we have uh, three CDs out, mm-hmm. and um, plus then we have the Ghostbusters single that RCA released. And right now, we're actually in the Amazing. studio. We have a new song that we're recording right now that we tracked drums on last weekend that um, we're going to finish when we get back from tour. Sweet. So we'll have a single out really soon of a, re- a song we're psyched about. But all of our music is available um, on uh, our website. website. If you go to the website, it'll take you right to it. Nosmallchildren.com. Nosmallchildren.com. We're getting ready to head out. We have 11 shows in 15 days from Boston to Indiana and wow. back. So we're going to do the northern route out and the southern route back. And oh that all, all of our uh, tour gigs are on our website, too. And this corresponds to your teaching schedule, <laughs> right? It, does, it works out perfectly, like a big puzzle. <laughs> yeah, so oh, we can it. get back Sunday the 21st. Meeting starts Monday the 22nd. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but then we have a really great local show in L.A. Uh, at the Hi-Hat, which is a wonderful new venue in Highland Park on August 25th. And it's a Thursday, okay. uh, which is a fun yeah, night. an all-ages show. It, yeah, it's an all-ages show. Yeah, we, we have a feeling some of our students we might have to, showing up. <laughs> yeah, I might not be able to say the normal curse word yes. for that one. <laughs> right, exactly. We'll figure out a, we'll figure out a substitute. <laughs> and it's uh, pretty typical of us to kind of squeeze as much as we can into as much time as we have. Okay, so pack set. Yeah. yeah. Pack life. I pack bet. Life. I bet. Life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've kind of forgotten what it's like to be bored. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, so you, so during the day you teach, and then how many nights a week are you practicing together? Well, we practice twice a week together. Uh, after school. After school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're on the same schedule, which is great. So on a Friday, we can start practicing at 3 o'clock, not 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So it's great. Yes. And then... Um, we used to say yes to every single show. In fact, in our first three months, we had 55 shows. And, oh, um, gosh. So all, any day of the week. A few years later, we are selective and generally play Thursday through Saturday. That's a lot. Whoa. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but we love it. We love we it. We love it. Now, do you get uh, fans that reach out to you on Facebook or Instagram or anything? We do. And I just want to say that from the very, very start, uh, when we just started, we met some people in L.A. Uh, you know, we don't, we don't ask our friends to come to every show. <laughs> we, we couldn't do this if we relied on our friends. Who, who, all of our friends are so incredibly encouraging. But there is a fantastic community in L.A. that goes out and supports live local music. And from the very start, we, ha- we started meeting people who would come to show after show after show. That's and amazing. there's a big group of these people who are now our good friends, and we couldn't have kept going without their support, because we would play, let's say, on a Tuesday, way out in the Inland Valley, (laughs) and then they'd come, and and we had a friendly (laughs) space there, and sometimes it didn't always, like, we would show up to places, and we didn't know people, and, and, you know, we couldn't always judge the the, 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 the circumstances, but then to have friends 
come into the room and always have our back um, who are there to support us. It's just been amazing. I love yep. that. I love that. Because yes. you don't know who's going to show up on a Tuesday night, you know, at some place, no. remote <laughs> place. But it you turns know. out there are people who people really do. do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah. I love it. Now, they, I, they love going and seeing live music the way that we love going and playing. Yeah. Right. Right. We love seeing live music, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, all these songs, do you all write them together, or does what's the process like? Uh, well, the, mostly what we do is um, we, we, we come into rehearsal with mm-hmm. ideas. Yes. Sometimes they're whole songs. Sometimes they're partial songs, and mm-hmm. sometimes we write them together. But mostly we, we come in with at least ideas, if not whole songs. And then mm-hmm. we rehearse them and make them, you know, every, so everyone has their stamp on the song in the rehearsal. So it just, it just works for everyone's strengths, you know, in the nice. band. Nice. And then we, we work it and work it and work it until everyone's like, all right, I like it, let's do it. And then we'll start performing it. And then, uh, yeah, so that's how it usually starts with the writing. I love it. So your website, again, is nosmallchildren.com. All right. And uh, we're going to wrap up with another one of your songs. Do you have one you just want me to play or I can choose? We we have a few. Um, Nicole and Johnny are both saying different things. I'm going to say I I, I think I Don't Want It is a great choice right now just because it's about, you know, it's kind of out of frustration about all the the crappy stuff that's going on right now, you know, in in our country and whatnot, all the, the talking and all that. It's called I Don't Want It. It's about... You know, it's, that's what it's about. So I like there it. we go. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. All right, and I'll put a, a link up on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, to your your website and to Facebook. And ladies, I hope to meet you sometime. I'd love to come out to one of your gigs. We Great, love that. Let love us know, that. and we'll put yeah. you in the hi hat. Put you on the um awesome. guest. Awesome. Great. All Thank right. So much. Thanks so much for Thank taking you, the time to call in and uh, have a great tour. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. That was No Small Children, and uh, they have their Ghostbusters song in the, uh, the remake in the latest Ghostbusters movie. You have to wait around to the end. You don't want to take off um, because it's right at the end credits, and it's a great song. And uh, again, nosmallchildren.com. So let's wrap up this segment by listening to I Don't Want It. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.